Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hail Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoof beats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come, Silver. Let's go, Nicole. I am Silver. Tension filled the air in California following its annexation by the United States. Reports of rebellion were everywhere, and the understaffed army posts enlisted all the civilian cooperation possible. Foremost among these was that almost legendary figure of the early West, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Tonto. A blazing sun beat down on them as they rode wearily along the coast toward San Francisco. After many hours of steady riding... Both men searched the horizon eagerly for signs of fresh water. Silver smell water. Go to it, big fella. Show us where it is. Without further command, the two horses galloped toward a tiny creek hidden by tall grass, only to be pulled up short. A riderless horse, which had been browsing under a clump of trees nearby, had looked up, startled, and then galloped off. Oh, silver, hold oh, on. Oh. There's something wrong here, Tuttle. Huh? That's not wild horse. Him saddled. The reins are still on his back. 
Maybe Ryder Thrones. Very possible. There are many jackrabbit warrants here. A horse may have stepped into one. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Swiftly, the Lone Ranger and Tonto followed the back trail of a strange horse, and in a few minutes found their quarry, an unconscious figure half hidden in the tall grass. There he is, Tonto. Go, big fellow. Oh, he's just sitting there, Silver. Get your canteen, Tonto, while I see what's wrong. Yeah, you do it. All right, take oh. it easy, fellow. Turn you over. Oh. Find out, all right. Oh. Yeah. That's not bad. Oh. You find trouble? Yes, his leg is hurt. The horse must have fallen on it. Monterey must get message. Him feverish. Oh. That's too much sun, I think. Oh. Here, this water will help. Oh. Take it easy now. Steady does it. Steady does it. There you are. One Colonel Howard. Rebel attack. The water helped, Toto. He's coming out of it now. Oh. oh, my leg. Don't try to sit up. Your leg is hurt, but fortunately it isn't broken. Your mast must get up. Now you'll hurt your leg if you struggle. My papers. They're all safe. I haven't touched them. I'm not a highwayman. I must get to Monterey. It's important. Well, you won't be able to ride for days. But I must be there tomorrow. It'll be too late. Is there anything I can do? I'm working for the government. How can you prove it? Well, I have my credentials. Here, I was on my way to San Francisco to report to Colonel Taylor. Uh, yeah, this is authentic. Maybe you could carry on for me. Oh, what do you want me to do? There's a trading vessel, the Dolphin, do at Monterey tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Take this note of identification. Yes? Show it and your own credentials to Captain Saunders aboard the Dolphin. And tell him he's to give you the dispatch. All right. Deliver that dispatch to Colonel Howard at Santa Barbara as quickly as you can. It's vital. I can't do it, and it's too late to send back to San Francisco for another special agent. This dispatch, is it important? Important? This may decide whether or not California stays in the Union. Here, take some more water. You'll feel better then. Yeah. Take it easy now. There you are. Thanks. I'd better tell you the story so you'll know what you're up against. All right. You've heard of Monty Blaine? Yes. He calls himself the Emperor of California. I warned Colonel Taylor two weeks ago that Blaine was gathering forces for a surprise attack on the fort at Santa Barbara. Then you were the one. Well... The colonel's been trying to send special orders down to Santa Barbara. But we've been unable to get them through. I didn't know that. We haven't enough troops to break through Blaine's forces around Monterey. So we tried to sneak agents through. But every last one of them has been captured. I see. <laughs> Finally, a code message was sent through the captain of the Dolphin. The colonel figured they'd never suspect a trading vessel that hits every port along the coast. But somehow they found that out, too. see. Spies tell us that Blaine's men intend to board the Dolphin somewhere south of Monterey. So you were going to try to get the dispatch first. That's right. Will you go in my place? Yes, I will. Uh, how can I send help to you? Oh, you can't trust anybody. Then we'll fix a camp for you and leave you our supplies. We should be back in a week. If anybody can make it, you can. We'll try. Making the injured man as comfortable as they could, the Lone Ranger and Tonto started the long ride to Monterey. A brief nap toward dawn served as a respite for both men and animals, and they pushed on. By mid-afternoon, they had reached the outskirts of Monterey, and here a second brief halt was made while the Lone Ranger disguised himself as a cattleman. But in the bay, 
The dolphin had already tied up to a pier, and three men had come aboard. Captain Sanders? Yes, sir. I have confidential business to discuss with you. Can we talk privately? Uh, surely. We'll go into my cabin. This way, gentlemen. I didn't get your name. That, too, must be confidential. We can talk more freely in your cabin. Uh, step in. Thank you. This is my daughter, gentlemen. And uh, your names? May I present Mr. Tim Stacy, Mr. Ralph Holloway. My name is Blaine. Monty Blaine. Oh, it wouldn't be wise to call out, Captain. Oh. Mr. Stacy, you'll notice, is holding a knife at your daughter's back. If you attempt to call for help, he'll kill her. No, don't harm her. What do you want, Blaine? You carry a dispatch from Colonel Taylor. I want it. You must be mistaken, Blaine. This is only a trading vessel. Don't lie to me. I know you haven't. Hand it over. Don't do it, Father. You keep out of this or you'll really get hurt. I'll give you the dispatch. Don't hurry. (laughs) That's very sensible, Captain. Where is it? Here. I'll leave us alone. And have you spread the alarm? (laughs) I think not. Two men to see you, Captain. Find out who they are. Not a word about us. Remember the knife. I'll remember. Who are they? I don't know, sir. They say it's government business. Tell them you won't see them. No. Now, that would make them suspicious. Tell them to wait a minute. Ask them to wait a minute. Yes, sir. Tim, Ralph, take the girl into the next cabin. Gag her. Right, Blaine. Get moving, Miss. Father! You better do as they say. Come on, now. Listen to me, Captain. If this government man is on routine business, deal with him. If he asks about the dispatch, you put it ashore at Santa Cruz on the other side of the bay. And you'd better make it convincing. If I don't... Your daughter's life is at stake. You'll be in the next cabin listening, utter one false word, and she dies. You understand me? I understand. Get rid of them quickly. Come in. Well? Are you Captain Sanders? Yes. Colonel Taylor sent me to get a dispatch from you. Here are my credentials. Well, I... I don't know why you came to me. I don't have the dispatch. But it was given to you in San Francisco. Sure, but we made a stop at Santa Cruz this morning. While we were uh, dumping things off, a man lit aboard with credentials like yours. He said he was supposed to take it the rest of the way. Then he lit out. That doesn't sound possible. All I can tell you is what happened. I see. Let's go, Tala. Ah. Adios, Captain. Uh, yes, Goodbye. Should have told them. Should have had the courage. An excellent job, Captain. I congratulate you. Yes, Blaine. An excellent job of betraying my country. But you had no choice, Captain. Not if you wanted to keep your daughter alive. You haven't harmed her. Oh, no, Captain. She's quite safe. As long as you obey my orders. Ralph. Yes, Blaine? I'm going back to Trepentis with a dispatch. See that the Captain sends the crew ashore. Hold him and the girl here until after dark, then take them to the hiding place. We'll take over the vessel tomorrow. Right. What are you going to do with us? That depends on you, Captain. As long as you obey orders, you're quite safe. You're planning to steal my ship? (laughs) I'm the law here, Captain. And I take what I need. Now call the mate and give him his orders. Listen a minute. I said call the mate. 
Lone Ranger and Tonto had left the ship, mounted their horses, and ridden off up the beach. But as soon as they rounded a bend, the Lone Ranger signaled a halt. Oh, why we stop here, Kimasabi? We'll wait here until dark, Tonto. Then I'm going back aboard that ship. I'll get out of this disguise first. You think Captain Lie? I'm not sure that was the captain. Did you notice how nervous he was? Oh, that's right. I may be mistaken, but he didn't sound like a sailor. He used too many terms a landlubber would have used. Oh, no, Kimasabi. Oh? If him not real captain, sailors, no. That's true. Well, all we can do is wait. I'll get the answers when I go aboard that ship tonight. As the last rays of the sun winked out over the edge of the ocean, a slim figure slipped quietly into the water and swam toward the dolphin. Aboard in her main cabin were the only people left on the ship. Captain Sanders, his daughter, and their two captors. Just about time to get ashore, isn't it? It's dark out now. We'd better wait a bit, just to be on the safe side. What's the matter? Afraid of your own people? I thought you were all renegades in this section. Now, Sue. Now, listen here, Miss Sanders. I'm not afraid of you. And nothing but a bunch of thieves and cutthroats. Rebels against your government. We'll have no more of that kind of talk. That's right. Threaten me with your knife. That makes you brave, doesn't it? I said I want no more of that. Put that knife away. What? Come ask, man. I'll get you. You missed, but I won't. Oh, why, you double-crossing. Watch him, Father. I've been waiting for this chance. I'll get you without a knife. Oh, my father, help him. This will take care of you. I'll show you. Leave him alone. I'll fix you both. There, take it. Uh, Better tie them up before they come to. Are you hurt, Captain? No, I'm all right. I don't know how to thank you. Why, they might have killed us. Yes, you saved us and my ship. And you are Captain Sanders. Where's your crew? Blaine forced me to send him ashore. Blaine? Was he here? Yes, he came aboard just after we docked. Say, who are you? I've heard your voice somewhere before. And he must have taken a dispatch and forced you to tell me the story you did. Is that right? Yes, but how did you... Say, you were aboard this afternoon. You're the government agent. Why are you wearing a mask? There isn't any time to explain now. Did Blaine say where he was going? I heard him tell one of the men that he was going back to Trey Pinto's. From the way he talked, that must be his headquarters. How long ago did he leave? About two hours ago. Then there's still a chance. You take care of these men, Captain. I'm going after Blaine. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. The news that Monty Blaine, the self-styled emperor of California, had left the ship only a couple of hours before sent the Lone Ranger back to the place where Tonto waited with the horses. In a secluded spot nearby, he changed quickly into the dry clothes the Indian had prepared for him. You'll not take much time, Kimasabi. You find real captain with dispatch? Dispatch is gone, Tonto. Oh, that's bad. It may be a bit of luck for us. Here, hand me the shirt, will you? Uh Yeah, thanks. Uh How do you mean, luck? Blaine took that dispatch himself. Blaine? Yes. Blaine was hiding while we were there. The captain talked as he did just to make me suspicious. Oh, that's smart. Now the boots and I'm ready. Blaine started back to Trey Pinto's only a couple of hours ago. He doesn't suspect that anyone would follow him, so that gives us a chance to get back the dispatch and capture Blaine at the same time. Mm, that big chance. <laughs> yes. We can do that. We can break up the entire rebellion. All right, let's go. Steady, big boy. Easy. One silver up, scout. He's sticking to the main road. That's proof that he thinks he's safe. Ah, tracks fresh. Yes, we're catching up. One silver. Get him up, scout. The two great stallions settled into a steady gallop, eating away the miles with seemingly deceptive ease. They paused only at crossroads to verify the fact they were still following the right trail. Ten miles went by, and another five. The horses were beginning to tire, but there was no slowing down from the pace they set. Then suddenly... There he is, Tonto. Come on, fill him up, scout! From behind a rock outcropping beside the road, a scout from an army patrol watched through binoculars as the chase came toward him. When he saw the mask on the face of one of the pursuers, he frowned and called to the officer in charge of the patrol. Sir. Yes, Sergeant? There's a man coming up the road trying to escape from road agency. Hmm. Let me have the glasses. Yes, sir. Oh, I see them. Yes. One of them is masked. Alert them in, Sergeant. But, sir... I know, Sergeant. We're a scouting patrol. Our orders are to stay undercover. But we can't stand by and allow an innocent rider to be robbed and possibly murdered by road agents. Alert them in. Yes, sir. Get your horses. Run the devil. What's up, Sergeant? We'll be in a chair. Follow me. Get him there. Come on. Yes. Hold there. Men, this is entirely outside our line of duty. There's a traveler riding hard toward us, trying to escape from road agents. The least we can do is save him. Here they come, sir. The minute he gets by, we'll intercept the outlaws. Yes, sir. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were gaining fast on Blaine as the horses raced madly toward the army troop. Just a short distance separated them when suddenly the soldiers rode in between, stopping the Lone Ranger and blocking his passage as Blaine rode away. Stop where you are, or we'll shoot! You're letting him get away. That's what I intended to do. Disarm them, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Hand them over. Wait a minute. You're making a big mistake. By preventing a robbery? I don't think so. That was Monty Blaine. And I am General Grant. We're wasting time, Lieutenant. That man has stolen information vital to the Army. 
I've been trying to get it back before it's too late. The United States doesn't hire outlaws to do its work. Him not outlaw. I have credentials from the government. Will that satisfy you? Let me see them. Here. They will prove my identity. Yes, they do. I apologize, sir. I couldn't have known. Then that was Blaine you were riding after. Yes, he's gotten away now. He's entering Trey Pinnells by this time. We had a chance to capture Blaine and I let him get away. You were after him, too? This is just a scouting patrol. We've been in this area for two days trying to get a line on what he's going to do. So far, we haven't been able to get through his patrols. I don't know I'll go on. We must get through somehow. What's your mission? We were trying to recover dispatch Blaine had stolen from a trading vessel at Monterey. The agent who had been sent was hurt coming here. We found him and made him as comfortable as we could. He's at the Big Arroyo at Boulder Creek. We'll pick him up on the way back. Good. Uh, this dispatch, was it very important? Yes. If Blaine deciphers its contents, the fort at Santa Barbara will be in very great danger. And there's only one way to make up for my stopping you. We'll help you recover it. Sergeant. Yes, sir. Always, Lieutenant. It would be suicide for your men to come with us. Two men might slip through their lines. Twenty wouldn't stand a chance. But suppose you're captured. That's a chance we must take. But there is something else. With your help, we might do better than just recover the dispatch. Just tell me what you want to do. We'll work with you. Good. Take your patrol and go back to the camp. The ranch at Trey Pintus, which Blaine had chosen as the headquarters for his rebel forces, was well situated. The hilly country was made to order for defensive positions and the few sentries were able to cover every trail leading to the ranch. What the sentries couldn't guard against were two men who moved as silently as shadows. I thought I saw something. <coughs> Almost simultaneously, the Lone Ranger and Tonto struck down the two sentries guarding the road from Monterey and left the men bound and gagged at their posts. Uh, that'll hold you. Everything all right, Tonto? Uh, let me get them. Then not bother us now. We'll have to work fast before someone finds these men. I'll go on ahead. You bring the horses up to the ranch house so we can make a quick getaway. Uh, me do it. Good. Inside the ranch house, Blaine sat hunched over a table, trying every method he knew to decipher the army code, while Gil, his aide, looked on anxiously. Then Blaine pushed it aside with a sweeping gesture of disgust and stood up. Uh, here, Gil. You try your hand at it. This business of deciphering codes is enough to drive a man crazy. Well, maybe I'll have better luck. I hope so. Give me a horse and a gun and a few men, and I'll stand up against the whole army and beat them. Uh, with this messing with papers. Ah! We'd all feel a lot easier if you'd start messing with papers and give up these hair-brained escapades of yours. <laughs> you mean that little business with the dolphin this afternoon? <laughs> oh, that was fun. But suppose something had gone wrong. You might have been killed. Ah, you're worrying like a woman. Nothing went wrong, and nothing ever will. Little jaunts like that are the breath of life to me. Even after I've conquered California, I'll still do things like that. I must. Put up your hands, both of you. What? A masked man. Back up to the wall, quickly. How did you get through the sentries? That's my business. You went too far, my masked friend. If only to call out and the house will be surrounded. Don't be a fool, Blaine. He might shoot. He's right, Blaine. I wouldn't hesitate. What do you want? I'll take this. The dispatch. Don't move, either of you. And you won't get hurt. 
confound him. The sentries will stop him. They didn't stop him from getting in, did they? There he goes. I'm going after him. Bring some horses, quick. You better stay here, Blaine. I'll go. I've had enough of that mealy-mouthed talk. Are you all dead out there? That man on the white horse, he must be stopped. There he goes. We'll get after him. You, get off that horse. I'll take him. Here you are. I'll run him down. Let's go. Get up there. Get up there. There's someone with him. And we'll get them both. Chase led down the wide dirt road, twisted off into a narrow trail which led high into the hills and then dropped down to the valley. And always Blaine's men drew closer and closer until they were almost within gun range. We've got them now. They've turned into that box canyon. We've got them bottled in. Rain up, men. I'll give them one chance. You're trapped, masked man. Come on with your hands up or we'll come in after you. Remember, I gave you your chance. Let's go. Slow now and keep your eyes open. They may try some trick. Get up there. Get up, boys. Come on. Get up there. There's that white horse down at the end of the canyon. It may be a trick. Could be anywhere along here. Keep spread out, man. He may try to slip through. What's that? Horse is entering the canyon. Our men couldn't have followed us. Blaine, they're soldiers. It's a trap. Come on, we'll fight our way out. The rebels fought wildly to get out of the canyon, but the soldiers outnumbered them. Men and horses, wheeling and fighting, raised a huge cloud of dust. Blaine, taking advantage of it, suddenly turned his horse and tried to go around the troop. He had almost succeeded when a man on a big white horse rode up beside him and a strong arm swept him from his saddle. You're not getting away. Are you? Gil, Blaine's henchman, realized it was over. He looked around for Blaine. Blaine! Blaine! Where are you? Blaine's gone, man. It's no use. We're trapped. Give it up, men. We surrender. Cease fire! We surrender. There's no sense fighting with Blaine gone. Disarm the prisoners, Sergeant. Hold them under guard. Detail six men to take care of the wounded. Yes, sir. First squad, forward! He's the wounded to take care of. Tonto, is your friend all right? I thought I saw his horse during the fighting. Him here. I have a prisoner for you, Lieutenant. I took him away when the fighting started. Here he is. Yes, I was sure you wanted to take him back alive. Besides, I didn't think the fighting would last very long without him. You're right. Do you have any further need for me, Lieutenant? No, but then I was... Tonto and I had better start south with this dispatch. Adios. One soldier. Come on, scout. How they doggone! You don't think you can hold me, do you? My men must have started for here as soon as they heard the shots. Don't worry, Blaine. They didn't hear them. That's why I led you such a chase. Now get over with the rest of the prisoners. We'll be heading back to the fort as soon as the wounded are taken care of. Just a moment. You say he led us here. He couldn't have done it deliberately while we almost caught him. <laughs> well, maybe you should have taken a better look at that white horse he was riding. He had to slow down so that you could keep up with him. And I walked right into it. That's right. He arranged the whole thing. That devil. <laughs> well, maybe he's that to outlaws and renegades. The rest of us know him by a much better name. He's the Lone Ranger.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>